and welcome to the DLP Clubhouse, your compass to the wonderful world of DLP. I'm Leisha. And I'm Andrea, and welcome back, guys. Today is our first history episode. Each episode, we'll be delving into each of the DLP lands, and today we'll start from the beginning, which is kind of like the sound of music, <laughs> um, which is Main Street, USA. Let's begin. So... Before we begin, we have to let you guys know that we will be changing the frequency of our podcasts from weekly to fortnightly. So that is every other Friday until DLP opens up again and we feel we can give you more. Until then, we will give you juicy fortnightly episodes. Okay, so let's go back to the creation of Main Street at DLP. So we all know the original Main Street was inspired by Walt's hometown of Marceline. But did you know that the Main Street USA DLP decor is supposed to be more 1920s than turn of a century? Even though the buildings are almost identical replicas of the Florida Main Street, uh, you can actually see the 1920 influences from the flapper to uh, the ragtime style with the emphasis on baseball culture. Ahem, Casey's Corner, uh, mm. and the rise of the automobile, for example, the Coca-Cola van that we see also on Main Street, is actually supposed to have a tramway um, that was supposed to fit the 1920s feel of the aesthetic of Main Street, but it was scrapped and replaced with the traditional horse-grown trolleys and the Victorian vehicles. Cool. So, um, Andrea, since you are living in Chessy, what is the weather like today in Chessy? It's super gray and it looks like it's going to rain. Aha. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise. Um, Due to cold and rainy weather, such as the one you're experiencing, is the reason one of the most unique aspects of Main Street was added, the arcades. There is a Discovery Arcade on the site closest to Discoveryland and the Liberty Arcade on the site closest to Frontierland. These provide access to all of the shops along the length of Main Street while giving shelter from the weather. They also provide a passageway when the street is crowded during parades and fireworks. Seriously, it's like one of those godsend stuff. Like if it's super hot and you need AC, that's where you go in. If it's Mm -hmm. raining, that's where you go in. If it's cold, that's where you go. True. It's like one of the best things I think that they did. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the one thing whenever we're talking about imagineering is something that's called false perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something that makes things appear bigger than they are or smaller than they actually are. And on Main Street, we have two examples of it. Leisure, <laughs> another question. How do you feel when you're walking into the park from under the railway? How do I feel? Mm. Um... So when entering, right? When you see all the lands and okay. Well, um, I have to say I did a guided tour many, many years ago. And uh, the guide told us that this was supposed to have give you the feeling that you were in the movie theaters. Um, So maybe it's still coming in this episode that we talk about it. However, I do want to tell you that since I know, every time I walk in, I'm like, Yes, I'm stepping into a different world. That's how I'm feeling. So not sure how you're feeling. <laughs> so I think 
exactly what you just said is what I'm going to go into a little bit, but it's the railway is purposely made like the, the bridge where the railway goes, where you mm-hmm. enter into Disneyland Paris, it's made to feel small, narrow and low. Like the ceiling is low. Uh, just so that when you are looking at the park, it looks super immense and it looks picturesque because you have the framing of the mm-hmm. railway and and the pillars, right? So it's kind of makes you feel like you're going into a vast, immense land. Um, and I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Another example of the false perspective on is on Main Street uh, is that uh, the shops are made to look taller than they actually are. Mm-hmm. So only the front of the shops are made in 3D. The rest is completely flat. And the windows on the bottom floor are large and they are lower to the ground. uh, Whereas the top floors have smaller windows so that they look like they're further off into the distance. Clever, huh? Super clever. I wish it. I was an Imagineer. Damn, me too. (laughs) (laughs) What's even better is the small knots to the Disney history and family. Like, for example, you can find a reference to the Disney family in front of the storybook store where 1891 is written, the year of death of Keppel Disney, Walt Disney's paternal grandfather. But it is also the year of birth of Carl Stalling, an American composer, producer and actor, a longtime collaborator and pianist for Steamboat Willie. Yeah, what a classic. Mm, (laughs) Um, And these are the kind of things I really love about Main Street. In general, I think, not even just in DLP, but in the other parks, is the history that's added. Um, And one of my personal favorites is on top of the Boardwalk Candy Palace. Mm -hmm. Um, We both know Roy Disney was a wonderful and unwavering support to Walt and his kind of ideas. Uh, And how cute it it's really cute the fact that the upstairs window says and i quote two brothers incorporated dreamers and doers if we can dream it we can do it roy o disney walt e disney founders and partners which is so so cute Mm. um which kind of pays homage to the brotherly love and um just walt's brother as well and how they founded the walt disney productions in burbank in 1929 Wow. Well, let's not forget the ladies. Uh, Lillian, Walt's wife, has her own store on Main Street called Lily's Boutique. And his mother, Flora, has one of the most iconic stores on Main Street called New Century Notions, Flora's Unique Boutique. Fun little fact, if you look at the sign and take a closer look at the F from Flora, it is stopped with the year 1888, the year of marriage of Flora, Carl, and Elias Disney. Yeah, mommy and daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy and daddy Disney. Um, (laughs) Also, above the Bixby Babies store in Town Square, there is a window that pays tribute to Roy Edward Disney, one of the Disneys that is currently still alive, Mm -hmm. um, son of Roy O. Disney and the nephew of Walt Disney, uh, has an inscription on it which refers to Pie Wacket Cruise Lines. For a day you will treasure, book a cruise that's a pleasure. Captain Roy E. Disney. Uh, Pie Wacket is a name that was given to a boat that Roy E. Disney actually built in 2004. <laughs> okay, so one last Easter egg. Uh, one of the lamppost signs in Main Street says Flower Street, which if you guys didn't know, 
uh, Flower Street is actually one of the addresses for Disney Imagineering. How cool is that? Cool. Also, by the way, isn't Roy one of the main characters in documentary Waking Sleeping Beauty, which yes. is seen on Disney Plus? Yeah. Yeah, he's basically, he's always been one of the like f- forefront people yeah. of the Disney company that pushes kind of mm-hmm. the older ways of True. what his uncle was doing. I uh, I really appreciated watching him. So, okay, that was a small sidetrack. Sorry for that. It's all right. <laughs> um, DLP has something very special on Main Street, and that is the sound of people who live there. For example, you can hear a man in his bathroom in the shower or brush his teeth over Victoria's Homestyle Restaurant, voiced by Eddie Soto. And above the Bixty Brothers, you can hear the horrifying sound of the dentist. Did you know that the dentists listed on the window directly refer to the Imagineers who designed the lands of Disneyland Paris, Dr. Bits, Eddie Soto Bits, by his full name, was the artistic director of Main Street USA, Tim Delaney for Discoveryland, Jeff Burke imagined Frontierland, Tom Morris in charge of the creation of Fantasyland, Chris Tietz, Tietz, I'm not really sure how to pronounce that Neither one. Neither do I. <laughs> yeah. Um, conceptualized Adventureland. And finally, above Market House Delhi, you can hear a student taking piano lessons. But if we pay attention to the windows, we can see that this music school is run by two men. Philip uh, Bourguignon, maybe? Yeah, I was like, it's not, it looks like the, the beef stew. Yeah, Bourguignon, Bour, yeah, Bourguignon, yeah, sure. Well, Philip <laughs> and uh, Steve Burke, who were in 1992 CEO and managing director of Euro Disney. Cool, cool stuff. Okay, <laughs> I have a funny story. Okay. So DLP loves a good brand deal and partnership. And mm-hmm. we see it all over the park sometimes, like for example, Pandora, or for example, they have one with Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. like the Coca-Cola van. Um, but have you ever noticed the hidden advertising for Nescafe? So, well, the Nescafe partnership broke down in 2011 but the steaming cup advert above Main Street Motors is still there. And mm. I'm so happy they kept it because it's so cute. Uh, okay, I know we can go on forever talking about the hidden history of Main Street. But I would like to tell you one last thing, Nisha. How many times have you been into City Hall? Oof. How many times have I been? Depending on how many people are in front of it waiting in line. Uh, let me check really quickly my notes because i have this list how many times i've been in dlp <laughs> oh my god really yeah yeah i put it on my phone uh <laughs> disney i should have done that i don't even know really oh wait yeah oh. i don't i have where's this list i have too many notes on my phone shit um yeah let's just say at least 50 times because i can't find it something like that yeah whoa I mean, I've never been in, I've never really been into City Hall apart from like once. Really? Yeah. I've never need, well, I think because I've come into the Disney family quite late to the game. (laughs) (laughs) So by that time, there was a lot of stuff that you can do in other methods than go into City Hall and doing it. For me, it's always like, always had a long ass queue and always super busy. So I've never been able to like, stop and stare at stuff and kind of 
Ah, I've been to Disneyland Paris 60 times. 60? I've been to Disneyland Paris 60 times at least. Maybe already 61. Maybe I didn't update the list, but at least 60 times. And I know that uh, I used to go there pretty often in City Hall for to make restaurant reservations or getting an orange card for my back pain or whatever. Mm, yeah. I also didn't know that was a post box between uh, City Hall and the storybook store. I did not know. Uh, I, I mean, if somebody would ask me, I probably wouldn't know yes or no but now well I, I remember yeah 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 so i was like if you do want to send a letter from there like they can easily do it and i was like mm-hmm. oh that's super cool next time i'm gonna do that like send one to my family or something somehow i remember the post box in animal kingdom in florida i don't know why <laughs> Look, i remember the one in california i don't oh. know why but it's one of those things where like I remember the post box, but the post box and the and DLP is so like hidden and yeah. so like out of the way. <laughs> Whereas the other ones are like f- kind of like in the middle of Main Street or true, true. a little bit more out there. But have you seen anything like super interesting in City Hall when you've been there? Well, uh, there's one thing hanging in City Hall that I really want. <laughs> and that is a, a map behind the uh, desk office. Uh, I want it. I need it. I've asked for it, but they don't sell it um and then of course i mean i love the uh the decor but it's it's typical main street victorian style but that map that's my uh i mean that's if i <laughs> if i would, if i would become catwoman and i could steal very well i would be the one stealing it or i become a millionaire and i just buy it yeah DLP, you heard it here first. If it goes missing, you know where to find it. Oh my gosh, just imagine. (laughs) Well, yeah, not happening, guys. Don't arrest me, please, when I walk in. Thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So we're going to mention that map in a second. So we both know that City Hall is basically the hub of reception and reservation at Disneyland Paris. Mm -hmm. Um, And just like Leisha said, if you look around you, especially behind the cast member desks, um, you will see a great plan of Euro Disney as it was conceptualized by Imagineers from the start. Mm-hmm. You can notably see the mention of Visionarium, an attraction that no longer exists today, and a sketch of Phantom Manor, which eventually evolved to something else. I don't know if you know any other stuff from the map leisure that you'd like to mention. No, I, I don't. I don't remember the details. I just always look, but I have this fascination with maps. I have four in my house, so I'm always looking at it. I don't know. I don't know the details. Nope. 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 Maybe we're going to have to look at this map one day and take a picture of it. <laughs> yeah. We should put it in our t-shirt collection. Just so you know, Andrea and I are considering a t-shirt collection with strange quotes and random pictures of Disney. Yeah. If you guys are interested, let us know in our DMs so we Literally can. We talk about t-shirts all the time. We're like, Maybe we should get t-shirts <laughs> just for us, not for yeah. you guys, just for us. Just for us. We just want to have like a, a collection. For, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Mm. Mm. Uh, and on the left most wall, so going back to, um, you know, City Hall, mm-hmm. uh, if you're facing the counter on the left wall, 
uh, you will see a photo accompanied by an official certificate and a Legion of Honor medal, which is displayed, presented on June 8th, 1938 by uh, Jean-Joseph Villa, uh, by... I would say Jean-Joseph Viala. Viala, okay. Uh, Council of France at the Hyperion Studio in Los Angeles. (laughs) Um, This uh, decoration is a recognition, actually, of Walt's connection to France. One, which is uh, Disney's French heritage. Disney is a variation of a French name from the north, so Normandy. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, Walt came to France through his service for the Red Cross, where he was an ambulance driver in the First World War. The Legion of Honour comes to thank him for his commitment to the French people. Cool. Interesting one. (laughs) Um, And one, this one's for you, Leisha. Since 2013, did you guys know that Disneyland Paris was twinned with, I don't know how to pronounce this. Dinan. 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 Uh, a Belgian city, uh, and it has its own plaque to commemorate the day uh, in actually city outside of city hall. Sorry, which is kind of interesting. So technically, like Disneyland Paris, it's it's its own little city. Yeah, it's its own little place. <laughs> I, I I think I saw it and I've heard of it, but um, Dinan is not. I'm sorry for all the people from Dinan listening, but. I mean, it's not, it's not Antwerp where I live, so, well, I mean, yeah. Do you, do you well, know, Andrea, the running joke in Belgium about Antwerp and parking? Do you know this joke? No. Okay, so I think people who are going to hear this who are Belgium are going to probably laugh. Oh, well, at least I hope. So I'm going to try to explain to you. Antwerp is where I live, up in north. And we always say Antwerp is the best city. The other cities are called parking so we always say you either live in the city or you live on the parking lot. <laughs> so oh we are God. we are called uh, arrogant. I mean, yeah, no shit, because we are. And uh, <laughs> there's actually, I think there is this brand of, I think there is a brand called uh, Arrogantwerpen, Arrogantwerpen. So yeah, we're just we have they, in Belgium we say a dikke nek, which means a, a thick neck which says you're arrogant. So that's just a side uh, anecdote about Antwerp. But uh, I mean, Disneyland Paris should have picked Antwerp instead of Dinan. That's all I'm going to say. Well, apparently this is the story. I don't know if it's real or not, but when I was doing research for this, they said that the reason why Dinan (laughs) got the twinning is because they held a like, I I don't know what it was. It was just like a sculpture, a sculpture uh, festival. Oh, the Disney Sculpture Festival. Oh. I don't know if that's true. And they thought, oh, they have sculptures of Disney stuff. Let's twin with them. Uh, and apparently, well, according to, to the sources, is that after it was twinned with, with Dinant, the amount of Belgian people that came to the park grew. Well. So I don't know. I don't know how accurate this particular source. That's why I didn't really put it in our script, but. Mm-hmm. According to some people, speculation, that's kind of what happened, which I think is the weirdest story ever. Like, (laughs) who would twin you just because you had like a sculptured contest? I don't understand that. Wow. If anyone knows more about this story, please contact us. I would love to know. Well, okay. That's uh, that's a nice story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. On to something um, more fun. so finally, another symbolic plaque uh, in well outside, I think 
city hall i'm not quite sure if it was inside but i think it was outside Mm -hmm. um it was offered from the cast members of tokyo disneyland to celebrate the opening of disneyland paris with congratulations written in french english and in japanese which is really cute it's actually i don't know if you saw pictures of it but i saw a picture of it and it's like it's super like you know when you talk about like disney tokyo and you're like it looks like it came from Disney Tokyo because it's so like yeah, yeah. you and it has that kind of art style that they really seem yeah. to really love there. Um, true. Yeah. true. Well, uh, this was a lot of uh, information about Main Street. So many layers. And we didn't even discuss the Easter eggs in uh, the shops or architecture in the arcades plus more. And I think we should keep it for another day because I personally have so many anecdotes I already want to share. So I think we should like have another episode, especially yeah. about the Easter eggs on Main Street. I think yeah. like uh, Main Street in particular, compared to like, for example, Discovery Land or mm-hmm. Fantasyland, it has so much history packed into such a yeah. tiny amount of space. True. Um, I think, yeah, we definitely need to do like a part two Disneyland. And I think, yeah, it, it's going to be warranted because it's so, so cool just learning about True. everything about main street i think for for a, a good history geek or a good disnerd i mean my mom for example who is a boomer she loves main street the most of all, everything and i get that i get that it's so packed with history and every time you go even if you go 60 times like i or me or probably you have been more because you live there i mean you keep seeing these new things so i'm ready for a second episode yeah me too me too. Cool. And if you guys know any like cool facts that we didn't mention Sorry. today, you can send them to us. I'm very happy to, to learn yeah. some stuff. Cool. So beautiful people, <laughs> this was our episode for today. We hope you enjoyed and listening to this history and trivia of Main Streets. Uh, next episode will be a fun Christmas celebration, so stay tuned. Don't forget to like and follow the episode or our IG and have a wonderful day. 